Hey Patriots, hope you're having a great day again and getting it in the battle. You know, I was thinking about, you know, we are uh, a battalion. We may be a small band, uh, uh, but we're a scrappy bunch, right? <laughs> we're fierce warriors and we're out there getting it. I know you are. I know you are. And I really appreciate um, we're, you, know, you guys sharing this page because uh, we were really getting to be quite a, quite a force called Freedom Force News is our site and uh, we're fighting for that freedom. And we're going to take the kingdom by force, what the Bible says, right? By violence. You know, that's a crazy verse, but it, it's taking some violence, isn't it? Not with no bloodshed, right? Except for my finger. But, you know, we are getting it. So, um, I today's message uh, is, you know, giving us specific instructions on what we're to do when we get attacked. Whether it's on, you know, tweets or, or comments or Facebook or friends that we talk to or whatever. And so... Um, and also, when you hear all this disinformation and all that, okay, what specifically are we supposed to do? And, you know, I've known this Bible story for a long, long time, and I've, you know, I've used it in various times of my life, but this, it really comes in handy in this situation. So, um, anyway, so keep on keeping on and uh, learning and, you know, sharing this information. All right. So, and also remember I did the one about the armor of God. So that's awesome. So every day we're, you were putting on his armor and we're making sure we you know, we've got all the protection on us and that shield of faith. And, uh, so that is going to keep us in good stead. Now, um, I wanted to tell you, oh, make sure just ask the Lord who you, he wants you to support. You know, I'm not really ever asking for donations, but you know, ask him who you want um, he wants you to support. I just actually, um, I sent some money to the president. They sent me something and I'm like, they said I could actually meet him and I could win. I'm going to win. I know I'm going to win. <laughs> so I hope, um, actually, you know, when I was up in DC, I was, we were actually talking about going to Trump tower and then Tracy beans got to go and she got to shake President Trump's hand, and I'm like, I could have been there. Anyway, another day, another time. Anyway, so um, I believe it will happen. It will happen. Um, all right, so anyway, all right, so let's see, do that. And also, um, I like citizen investigative reporter, as you know, and as well as um, uh, praying medic, you know, just just they're just so great. So, you know, at least watch their stuff because it's always just right on the money, okay? And it's not, you know, I've never seen any, any, you know, mess up from them. And I know right now it's hard to find who to trust. So, now, um, also, don't forget to stand by Daniel. I wanted, hopefully my battery won't run out this time on my phone and we can pray for him at the end. Um, he has the, some great uh, uh, stuff that was healing, uh, uh, removing toxins from um, your body. And it's wonderful. It's actually on Freedom Force News. You can look over and look for it. Um, called Sodium Chloride. And, um, they actually put him in jail because the big guys don't like him to to tell this information. And so, anyway, um, I went on and, and got some for myself because I was getting so dizzy. I could not function. I was like being, I was having so many dizzy spells because of all this chemtrails, all the geoengineering and all the spraying. And uh, if you don't know what that is, this is not a normal sky, just so you know. They are spraying us on, and my ear tells me, I know. I'm like the canary in the coal mine. I know when they're spraying. 
anyway so i was so crazy dizzy one day i'm i'm fixing to go somewhere and i sit i'm sitting in a chair and i can't even move my husband comes home he's like what is your deal i'm i i was like i've been on a merry-go-round so i started drinking this stuff in my, just in my water and it's just cleansing all those toxins out of my system it's just you know and i didn't have to go to a doctor and lord only knows what they would do to me all right, I sound like my grandmother, but anyway, she was right. My grandmother was right. Stay away from doctors. Anyway, um, all right, so um, support Daniel, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, just pray. Ask the Lord where, who he wants you to support. And I just know that whatever we, whatever we support, whatever we do, it will come back to us so many uh, fold. Um, oh, you know, my buddy, other buddy, was uh, Storm was, was healed of Lyme disease using that. Isn't that amazing? So you know what? Who knows? What maybe a malady that you are experiencing is because of toxins in your system. We are bombarded, literally. Uh, so you, uh, get that stuff out of your system. Um, the gal, she was in here the other day. Um, uh, uh, she had some and she has diabetes. And um, so her, her blood sugar levels were, I think she said like 280. And within two weeks, they were down, cut in half. So how awesome is that? She said she wasn't afraid she was going to black out and all that. So you know what? Just get all these toxins. They're killing us. It's going to stop soon. It will stop. It will. It will. It's obviously, I've been asking, Lord, who is doing this? It's some people at the very, very, very top of the pyramid. So, but it's going to stop. You know, I know it's a, it's a CIA operation, but where the planes take off from and all that, I, you know, it must be someplace where we don't have control over it. Anyway, all right, so today, okay, so I want you guys to turn to 2 uh, Kings chapter 18. This is a story about Hezekiah, and so he was the king of, of Israel. No, 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 well, the, the land of, um, da, 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 da. Hezekiah, son of Ahaz, began to rule over Judah, in, Judah. He was over Judah in the third year of Hosea's reign in Israel. Okay, so what do you mean? Okay, i got to clear one thing up so you make sure you understand. So you've got, it was a divided kingdom. So... The, the northern tribes were Israel and the, and the southern tribes were Judah, okay? So they had a civil war and they separated, okay? So you all, from there on out, you will have in Kings, it talks about the king of Israel and the king of Judah. Well, this was in the king of Judah and uh, so Hezekiah was down there. So he was in, uh, that's where Jerusalem is in the southern part. All right, so he was just 25 years old when he became the king. But you know what? There's some really great stories about young kings. And the young kings, actually, the younger the king, the better job they did. And so they just had a, a, a more tender heart, a more a pure heart. And so he knocked down all these um, worship places in the high places. These were Baal worship sites, okay? And obviously that's not the true and living God. And so they're like, oh, we're worshiping God here. No, you're not. You're not. That's not the true and living God. You're worshiping a false God. This is not, the Lord does not want you to do that to children, okay? Anyway, so he would tear down that and also these um, Asherah poles and it was basically a phallic symbol or an obelisk, okay? So he tore them down. He tore them down. And that was not terribly popular in the day. It's not popular today, but it certainly wasn't popular back then. So he did all that. So you can read, I would love to read this whole thing. Anyway, so he did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his ancestor David had done. He removed the pagan shrine, smashed the sacred pillars, cut down the Asherah poles. He broke up the bronze serpent that Moses had made. Remember the bronze serpent? If you remember in the, when they were in the wilderness, he held up the bronze serpent. Anyone who looked at the bronze serpent, they would be healed from these serpents that had come out and they wouldn't, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't die of the serpent's uh, bite. But the problem is some people were so hard-headed, they, they wouldn't look. 
They're no, I'm not looking. <laughs> and it's a, it's a picture of Christ. It's like Jesus's blood is there for anybody. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter who where you're from. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter quite anything. Just go to him and, and look to him and he will wash away your sins. Just look. All you do is look. You don't earn it. It's free. You repent, but it's free. And no, I don't need that. You know, I don't need all that. So the serpent will bite you and you will die. There you go. Anyway, so they were, but they were using this and they were worshiping it. So this is what ends up happening all the time is people take something and they, they worship it. And, you know, someone says, oh, well, don't worship Q. I'm not worshiping Q. I'm not worshiping Q. I'm worshiping the Lord. Hello. Do y'all hear me praying at the end of this thing? Do I sound like I'm praying to Q? Anyway, Hezekiah trusted the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah. How would that be if the Lord wrote that down about you? There was no one like you in all the land. Ha, I like that. Either before or after his time, he remained faithful to the Lord in everything. He carefully obeyed all the commands that the Lord had given Moses. So the Lord was with him and Hezekiah was successful in everything he did. How cool is that? In everything he did. So the Lord was with him and Hezekiah was successful. Um, he revolted against the king of Assyria and refused to pay him tribute. He also conquered the Philistines as far as Gaza. Like the Gaza Strip, does that sound right? The Palestinian situation. This is where it all, this whole thing uh, uh, came from. I'm not getting off into all that tangent right now, but this is this has been used as a as a uh, turmoil situation for a long, long, long time. Okay, uh, and it's uh, from the smallest outpost to their largest walled city. Okay, so this is probably around this time. It's about 600 years before Christ. Okay, to give you the kind of an idea how long, long, long ago it is. Okay, so during the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign, okay, so he said, no, I'm not paying you tribute Assyria. Okay, Assyria sounds like what? Syria? Yeah. Okay, so Syria's capital was Nineveh. Anybody remember Nineveh? Nineveh is the place where Jonah went, and he didn't want to go up there. It's another story for another day. All right, so, but... The Assyrians had basically taken over. Everywhere they went, they went and just, and they would just take over every area, and there was nothing they could do. So little by little, Judah is getting encroached, and Samaria had, and as you're going to see here in a minute, it's just falling. So it's, everything's getting uh, closing in on Judah, okay? But he's like, no, I'm not paying you guys tribute. No, we're, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay you money so you won't attack us. No, not doing it. And so um, he, he conquered the uh, Philistines and all that. So um, during the fourth year, which was the seventh year of Hosea in, in the northern tribe of, of Israel, King, I don't know what his name is, Shalmans, Shalmans uh, whatever, of Israel, Syria, attacked the city of Samaria, which is just the north, just right up this, the next neighborhood, right? Not north of Judah. Okay, and he began to see, lay siege against it. Sieges where they surround the whole city, okay? Three years later, during the sixth year of King Hezekiah's reign and the ninth year of Hosea in, in Israel, Samaria fell. So now, it's even more encroaching, coming closer. Isn't that what we've experienced? It's like these people keep coming closer and closer and closer, and we're kind of almost like, oh, well, we just, we're just going to avoid the situation, avoid it, and we can't avoid it anymore. It's time to kick these people into the abyss. Um, at that time, isn't this is so? This is so many Bible stories are exactly like what we're seeing today. You know, go back. 
um, go back and look at all my videos that I've posted before. I mean, we're conquering Goliath. I'm going to do one about, you know, we're, we're pulling down the, the walls of Jericho. You know, we're, we're, we're Samson tearing down the, the pillars. We're, I mean, all these Bible stories that you've known all your life. We're, we're, we're getting free from Pharaoh. All these Bible stories are happening today. But the final, final battle. Isn't that great? Anyway, so at that time, the king of Assyria exiled the Israelites to Assyria and placed them in colonies in Hala along the banks of the Habor River in Gozan in the city of the Medes, for they refused to listen to the Lord their God and obey him. They just refused, and so that's what happened to them. Instead, they violated his covenant, all the laws that Moses, the Lord's servant, had commanded them to obey. So, in the 14th year of Hezekiah's reign, so now time's gone on a little farther. They don't do everything in a day. They go slowly and encroach, 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 just like we've had. King Sennacherib of Assyria came to attack the fortified towns of Judah, and he conquered them. So now he's gotten into Judah. He's come farther south, okay? He hasn't gotten to Jerusalem yet, but Jerusalem is like the main, the holy city. And he's come to the outskirts, and now he's coming, now he'll, you know, now he's gotten Judah, conquered them. King Hezekiah sent this message to the king of Assyria, and he's kind of, um, he's kind of backpedaling, okay? I've done wrong. I'll pay whatever tribute money you want if you'll only withdraw. Isn't that the way we've kind of done? It's like, okay, you can have this, you know, yeah, you can have that law, and yes, you can do these, you know, just, would you just let me just be, you know, just don't bother me. The king of Assyria then demanded a settlement of more than 11 tons of silver and a ton of gold. Get a load of what Hezekiah does. To gather this amount, King listen to this, King Hezekiah used all the silver stored in the temple of the Lord and in the palace treasury. Every penny. Every penny. And, and, this is us. And he stripped the gold from the doors of the Lord's temple. He even took the gold from the temple, from the doorposts, even from the doorposts he had overlaid with gold, and he gave it to the king of Assyria. We, that's what we've done, basically. You know, they've stripped us bare, right? Nevertheless, the king of Assyria is still not happy. You think they're going to be happy? No, they're not. The king of Assyria sent his commander-in-chief, his field commander, and his chief of staff from Lachish from, with a huge army to confront Hezekiah in Jerusalem. Okay, so now it's, we're getting down to the, the, uh, the middle of the city. Uh, the Assyrians took up a position beside the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool. Okay? This is a problem. You go, you know, this was, you know, Hezekiah had worked hard to protect that aqueduct because if y'all have water coming in, that's a problem. Okay, and I actually got to go there, and I, I got to go in Hezekiah's tunnel where it's a it's where the this water went into the city. I actually went into this tunnel. It's really small and yeah, tiny. Anyway, it was cool. All right, so um, all right, so so that's where they 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 parked right there near the road leading to the field where the clothes are washed. And they summoned Hezekiah, but the king sent different officials. He sent Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, and Shebna, and Joah. Okay, so now they're going to go out there. All right, so here we're getting to what do we do, 
when this happens. So everybody is going out there. They're out there, and the and the city is has a wall, big wall on it. And so everybody basically goes out and stands on this wall to look down and see what is being said, what is being done here. And so you're going to find out what, what's going to happen. Okay, so this give, this is going to give us some good indication of what we should do when we got some smart elics you know, smarting off and trying to aggravate us and trying to get us off track, okay? Then as the Assyrian king's chief of the staff told them to give this message, this, okay, this is the message. This is what the great king of Assyria says, the great king. You know, they're making, just bolstering. Oh, he's so great. Oh, listen to Clapper, listen to Brennan, listen to Hillary, listen to, don't get me started. Anyway, what are you trusting in? It makes you so confident. Do you think that mere words can substitute for military skill and strength? Are you counting? Who are you counting on that you've rebelled against me? This is the king of Assyria saying, you know, basically the message from him. Who, how could, how dare you rebel against the new world order? Who do you think you are? Um, on Egypt, uh, you think Egypt's going to help you? If you lean on Egypt, and they weren't really leaning on Egypt, but some of them maybe were. Um, if you lean on Egypt, it would be like a reed that splinters beneath your, the weight and pierces your hand. Like, you, oh, it, they're going to end up hurting you. That, don't trust in them. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is completely unreliable. It probably was. Anyway, they always give you some half-truths. That's the reason someone asked me today, well, why did Q, why is this all this about, these are people who, who love President Trump and are support. The problem is there's, there's just enough poison in their message that it's too, it's dangerous. Okay. And so it's just like, if you have this, your water and you've got, you know, 10% water, you're going to drink it. It's the same thing. Okay. And so we don't even know, uh, we only know 20 to 40% of the stuff that's going on. That's what Q says. I feel like I know more, but he says, no, we don't. And so he knows if we're, you know, some of this stuff is really dangerous and it's getting us way off, way off the wrong track. Okay. Cause that's what they're trying to do. Okay. So, but perhaps, uh, you will say, okay, so that we, it's all, this is a disinformation campaign way back then. And it's same thing now, but perhaps you will say to me, we're trusting in the Lord, our God. But isn't he that was Mr. Wonderful coming in the door. He's a builder and he comes in a mess every day. So I moved in here so he could have uh, have that room. So anyway, so let's continue. We're in 2 Kings chapter uh, 18 verse, uh, I'll start at 22. Perhaps you'll say to me, we are trusting in the Lord our God. Right? That's what we're saying. We're saying we're trusting the Lord. He says, but isn't that, isn't he the one who was insulted by Hezekiah? Didn't Hezekiah tear down his shrines and altars and make everyone in Judah and Jerusalem worship only at the altar here in Jerusalem? In other words, they're making it, they're, they're doing a religious, he's doing a twisted religious argument. Like, because Hezekiah tore down the altars to Baal, but they were saying they were worshiping the Lord. In those places, well, if they weren't worshiping the Lord, they're worshiping a false god. So, you're like, oh, well, isn't it rude how, how Trump says these things? It's only rude if you think it's in a twisted way. He's speaking truth that we have to have borders in our country so that we can protect everybody in our country. You know, they're just, he's just doing a, a, a strange religious argument that doesn't hold water, but you know, they'll throw out anything and they don't know what will stick. We have to be wise and catch these things with that shield of faith and go ding, ding, ding. All those arrows just fall to the side. 
I'll tell you what. Strike a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you 2,000 horses. If you can find that many men to ride on them. You're just such a little ragtag bunch. You know what? We may be a little ragtag bunch too. We may not be that many. I don't know how many we are. It doesn't really matter with God. Right? But we're feisty. Right? <laughs> um, so, and he's, he's making fun of them. Because later on we're going to find out they have at least, you know, like 200,000 people out here all around the city. It's a lot of people that they have. You know what? Numbers is not an issue with the Lord. You're going to see that at the end of the story. With your tiny army, how can you think of challenging even the weakest contingent of my master's troop, troops, even with the help of Egypt's chariots and charioteers? What's more, do you think we've invaded your land without the Lord's direction? The Lord himself told us, attack this land and destroy it. Would anybody believe such an argument? You know, and some of the stuff that they come out with is so ludicrous. It's so without any mental clarity at all. You know, it really, you can fall prey to it if you're not careful. You know, you really, that's why he said, think logically. Think logically. Okay. And you know, these, the, the good news is these people were, they were listening. They were being careful. They were watching, uh, they were listening to the Lord and not to this guy's blather. Same thing with us. So Eliakim and all these guys said, um, just speak to us in Aramaic. For we understand Aramaic. We, we understand your language well. Don't speak in Hebrew, for the people on the wall will hear. And they were worried, kind of like Q is with us. He's like, he wishes they would just shut up. Don't y'all just wish MSM would just shut up? Who is praying that MSM would shut up? Because it confuses everybody. Right? It is so, it is confusing. And just don't listen to it. It makes me so angry when they come out with stuff that you know is not true. They're just trying to get everybody upset and keep, you know, get everybody misdirected and, and not trusting our president. And anyway, it's, it, it is confusing. So the less we can listen to it, the better, because we're going to hear it anyway. Anyway, but Sennacherib's chief said, uh, replied, Do you think my master sent this message only to you and your master he wants all the people to hear it for when we put this city under siege under siege they will suffer along with you i mean they're just so confident they're just gonna win and there's just nothing else to do they will be so hungry and thirsty they will eat their own dung and drink their own urine how gross is that um then i mean they're just throwing out everything in the world to freak people out right Sound familiar? Then the chief of staff stood and shouted, shouted now in Hebrew to the people on the wall. Okay, so they're all sitting along, standing along this, this great wall. And so they're, they're listening and they, they can hear it. Now it's in, 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 obviously in their language. Listen to this message from the great king of Assyria. He's building him up like he's just so fantastical. This is what the king says. Don't let Hezekiah deceive you. Don't listen to your, your uh, king Hezekiah. Don't listen to President Trump. Don't listen to the Freedom Caucus. Don't let them. He will never have, I'd ever be able to rescue you from my power. Don't let him fool you into trusting in the Lord. Oh, just wait till the end, y'all. By saying the Lord will surely rescue us, the city will never fall into the hands of the Assyrian king. Don't listen to Hezekiah. These are the terms of the Assyrian, uh, uh, that Assyria is offering. Make peace with me. Open your gates and come out. We can have peace. We can have peace. And y'all, we can have peace with the New World Order and be slaves and be poorer and poorer and sicker and sicker and have our entire country taken over. Uh, that's not peace and I'm not buying it. Neither are you, right? But listen to what the enemy always does, okay? 
he said, open the gates. Then each of you can continue eating from your own grapevine and fig tree and, offer, and drinking from your own well. Let me tell you this. The enemy offers counterfeits. He cannot fulfill any promise that he makes. His promises are fake. He is He's the ultimate fake news. He is the father of lies. Everything he offers is just a counterfeit. I tell the kids this. If you, you're tempted to take drugs, it's fake happiness. It's fake. Go to the Lord and get true joy and happiness. He said he offers you fake uh, friendship. All oh, these people will be my friends. It's fake. It's fake. You have to look for true friends, true friendship, and you know you have uh, uh, all kinds. Of, it's just all of it is counterfeit. Oh, uh, illicit sex. That'll give you you know. It's fake. It's fake news. Do not fall for it. Okay. So it's not you know you save it for the the real deal. And if you if you go for the fake, you miss the real deal. Anyway, so that's what he's saying. Oh, look, then each of you will continue eating your all your... But then I'll arrange to take you to another land. A lovely land. Just like this one. A, gra a grain and new wine and bread and vineyards and olive groves and honey. Oh, it'll be wonderful. Yeah, FEMA camps, basically. Choose life instead of death. Yeah. We're not going to play that. Don't listen to Hezekiah when he tries to mislead you by saying the Lord will rescue you, you rescue us. Have the gods of any other nations ever saved their people from the great king of Assyria? How, what happened to the gods of, of Hamath and Arpad? What happened to the, all these other gods in Samaria? What god of any nation has ever been able to save the, his people from my power? The king said. So what makes you think the Lord will rescue Can. Who don't talk about what he can do? Who, they, the, what makes you think the Lord can rescue Jerusalem from me? Jerusalem is the city of God. It's not about a physical city. It's about God's people. The city that God, that it's God's people. Uh-oh. Why is that looking like that? I don't know. Something looks funny. I don't know. Hope I'm, hope I'm, I'm getting good, good video. All right. So, but the people were silent and did not utter a word. Not a word. Because Hezekiah had commanded them, do not answer him. Isn't that great? That's what we're doing. We're not going to say a word. We will speak a word to other people. We will call out Brennan. We'll call out Comey. We'll call out Clapper. We'll call out Hillary. We'll call out Obama. We will tell other people. But we will not call out. We will not respond to them. Okay? Because we're not playing their little game. Okay? He says, do not utter a word. And so ask the Lord for wisdom. When you uh, see a comment, when you get into a discussion with someone, you just have to ask him for wisdom. Do I follow this conversation? Do I continue with this or do I say stop? And, uh, you know, just, just, you know, just move along. So he will give you the wisdom. He says he'll give us the wisdom in that very hour. So uh, then Eliakim and all these other guys who Hezekiah sent out there, they tore their clothes in despair. They're like, oh, no, we're surrounded. All the other nations have been taken over. They've, been, they've gotten here to us. We're surrounded. And so they went to tell the king. Okay, so that's the end of chapter 18. All right, so now they go tell the king. What is the king going to do? He tears his clothes also. He tore his clothes and he put on burlap. Burlap is a, is a sign of just, it's not comfortable. And it's also just recognition that, Lord, we need your help. Okay, so that's what I know you guys are doing. Whether you're wearing burlap or not, you're, you're saying, Lord, we need your help. Um, it's a sign of, um, it's a sign of that, 
we were fasting. He was, he says he was fasting. He went into the presence of the, in the temple of the Lord. So we're not, we're not doing our normal routine right now, whether we're fasting from food, we're fasting from a uh, 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 vacation. We're fasting from just our normal business to say, we're focusing all of our attention on this battle, right? And so he sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna, the court secretary, and the leading priests, all dressed in burlap, to the prophet Isaiah. And they said, this is what King Hezekiah says. Today is the day of trouble. Today is insults and disgrace. It's like when a child is ready to be born, but the mother can't take it to delivery. What, what, um, but perhaps the Lord, your God, has heard the Assyrian chief of staff sent by the king to defy the living God. Did the Lord hear what he said out there? Did the Lord hear what these New World Order people have said? Did he hear? Did he see what they were doing to Trump? Did he see all this? All these lies? All that they've been hurting babies? All the, all the things they've been spraying? All the things they've been stealing from us? All this? All the stuff in Iran? Did the Lord see all this? Yes, he did. Um, and perhaps he heard and he will punish him for his words. Oh, Pray for those of us who are left. Again, we, you know, if you look at the whole world, it's like you know we're surrounded like like um, you know America has been the country that says our you know we put our trust in the Lord in God we trust we are have been a Christian nation. I don't care who said that we're not a Christian nation. We are a Christian nation, even though immigrants have come in and it's 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 diluted us. We have historically been a Christian nation. It still says it, even though the dollar is all, you know, the Federal Reserve and all that baloney, it still says on it, in God we trust. And I say that's the true and living God. I don't care what they think it is. Anyway, so we have been surrounded. Pray for those of us who are left, okay? You're going to see. It's going to be so cool. You're going to love it. Anyway, after King Hezekiah's officials delivered the king's message to Isaiah, Isaiah said, say this to your master, say this to the king. This is what the Lord says. Don't be disturbed. Do not be disturbed by their blasphemous words against me from the Assyrians, king's messengers. Don't worry. Don't let it bother you one little bit. And listen, I myself will move against him. I myself will move against him. And the king will receive a message that he is needed at home back in Assyria. So he will return to his land where I will have him killed with the sword. He has pushed it and it's over. And that's where we are in history. Y'all almost call you kids. <laughs> Y'all aren't kids. Y'all are big kids. Anyway, meanwhile, the Assyrian chief of staff left Jerusalem and went to consult the king of Assyria. Okay. So he went back to Assyria to talk with him who he had left Lachish and was attacking Libna. Soon afterward, King Sennacherib received word that King Tirhaka of Ethiopia was leading an army to fight against him. Before leaving to meet the attack, he sent messengers back to Hezekiah in Jerusalem with this message. This message is for King Hezekiah of Judah. Don't let your God, in whom you trust, deceive you with promises that Jerusalem will not be captured by the king of Assyria. You know perfectly well what the king of Assyria has done wherever he's gone. They have done completely, they've completely destroyed everyone who stood in their way. And that has been true. And it's the same thing with the New World Order. Everywhere they've gone, they've, they've wreaked havoc and devastation. We know that. But this far, and no further, right? So, but anyway, so he said, oh, we, we, and that arrogance, that absolute arrogance, right? Why should you be any different? Why? It's because we have put our trust in the Lord and the Lord is saying, this is it, okay? Have the gods of other nations rescued them? 
my predecessors destroyed them all. They all, back in the day, worshipped false gods. And the Lord, they, they said, okay, well then I'll let you take, them take you over because you worship false gods. Let your gods, if you want to worship that false god, then that god can have, have to save you. But we don't. We worship the true and living God, right? Even if it's a, even if it's a remnant. A remnant is, um, if you ever like sewed a dress or some pants, you get a whole big piece of fabric out, and so you cut out your dress, and then the little scraps is called the remnant. The little leftovers, the little leftover pieces. Okay, so that's us. We, you know, a lot of people have fallen prey to the enemy. They have um, decided to to walk not not walk with the Lord. And those of us who are, we are the remnant. Okay, um, and and what's the great thing about the remnant is when the remnant uh, is able to pray and restore the peace, then everybody else go, wakes up and go, Oh dear, we should have been walking with the Lord all this time. You know, so it's going to happen. All right, so. Um, so then he says, um, after Hezekiah re received the message from the Lord, from the letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. You might've heard that before. So imagine you get this letter in your hand and he's like, he puts it out. Did you read this? Did you see this? Lord, uh, did you see what they, what they wrote? Did you see this? And he's taking this before the Lord. Lord, d d look. And of course, the Lord had seen it, but he's he's taking it before the Lord. That's what that's our job. So Hezekiah prayed this prayer. Oh Lord God, this is a great prayer. I'm going to put this at the bottom. Oh Lord, this is Second Kings 19:15. Oh Lord God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. You alone are God of all the kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. Isn't that beautiful? That uh, my patriots prayer share that and pray that that's kind of how i started I, like lord you are the one who's the god of all the of all creation you're the one who spoke the worlds into existence you know you are the one in between the cherubim so what that's talking about if you don't know the ark of the covenant you've probably seen the movie you know raiders of the lost ark it's kind of like that in the sense that this thing is very dangerous if anyone would ever touch it they're basically saying i want to go to heaven now <laughs> because it is basically god's presence on earth it would be in the back of the temple so you've got this long temple here inside and uh it just you know it was restricted only certain people could go in there and in the holy of holies is where the ark of the covenant is the high priest could go in one time of uh, a year and he would go and he would take the blood of the sacrifice and he would splatter it onto the altar uh the, the ark of the covenant and it's also called the mercy seat and so it was covered in gold it, and so it has angels uh, on each side of it and so it's you know the the glory the shekinah glory of the lord would literally be in that place like heaven on earth like we pray your kingdom come your will be done on earth your glory on earth bring your glory down to earth right and so this was his physical presence on the earth all right so he's saying you are enthroned between the cherubim and it's a picture of the glory of the Lord in heaven. That in heaven, the angels attend him. Myriads of angels in heaven surround his throne. We've got to raise. He says, seat yourself up where you belong, where you are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Because this is, you know, we can get down in this muck, right? We've got to rise up and um, not only rise up in, in battle, but rise up to our true place of authority in the Lord that, that he, we are belong to him and our God is, is it reigns. And that's why it's so wonderful to worship and to, and to, to lift yourself out of this place, right? This, this, all this crazy stuff. Anyway, so um, bend down, O Lord, and listen, open your eyes. 
Of course, the Lord's eyes are open, but he's saying, look at, do you see this? We're calling upon you, Lord. See, listen to Sennacherib's words of defiance against the living God. Listen to what they're doing. Listen to what the New World Order said. Look at what Brennan has done. Look at what Clapper has done. Look, Lord, at what they have done to our country. Look at what they've done to Saudi Arabia and North Korea and all the Iran and Syria and all these. Look at what they have done. Look at what they've done to the children. Look, Lord, in defiance of you and your holy law, it is true, Lord, that the kings of Assyria have destroyed all these nations and they have thrown the gods of these nations into the fire and burned them. But, of course, the Assyrians could destroy them. They were not gods at all, only idols of wood and shaped and stone shaped by human hands. Yes, all these other countries, if they haven't worshipped, they've been worshipping maybe a false god, and yeah, they could be taken over. Um, now, O oh Lord, rescue us from his power. Rescue us from his power. Yes, he's powerful, but you are more powerful. From all the kingdoms of the earth, they will all know that you alone, O Lord, are God. And that's what everybody's seeing. This is the Lord. It just, you cannot deny it. Look at what's happening in the world. And the Lord is saving the whole world. And the enemy, there's nothing they can do. So then... You're going to flip when you hear what happens. Okay, so then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent this message back to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord said. Okay, let me back up. Isaiah didn't know that he went in to, to pray. How does, I, how does Isaiah know? Because the Lord told him, Isaiah just went in there and prayed. And I want you to send him, send, Isaiah, send this message to, to Hezekiah. Tell him I heard your prayer. This is what the Lord said, the God of Israel. Um, says, I have heard your prayer about King Sennacherib of Assyria. And the Lord has spoken this word against him. How cool is that? The Lord hears and he does things that you cannot do. He, he, he sets things in motion. That's why we pray. Um, he says, the virgin daughter of Zion despises you and laughs at you. King Sennacherib. The daughter of Jerusalem shakes her head in derision as you flee. He's <laughs> like... You thought, oh, she's just shaking her head. I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you, Brennan. I'm laughing at you, Clapper. I'm laughing at you, Hillary. I'm laughing at all of you. Oh, <laughs> just hilarious. Hilarious that you're fighting against the true and living God. It's what a joke. Whom have you been defying and ridiculing? Against whom did you raise your voice? At whom did you look with such haughty, arrogant eyes? It was the Holy One of Israel. And Israel is, is God's people, okay? It's, it's not just one nation. It's the, it's the nation of God, okay? A holy nation, um, a royal priesthood. But your messengers, you, by your messengers, you have defied the Lord. You have defied the Lord. You have said, with many chariots, I have conquered the highest mountains, the remotest peaks of Lebanon. I've cut down the cedars, tallest cedars and its finest cypress trees. I've reached into the farthest corners and explored its deepest forests. I've dug wells in many foreign lands and refreshed myself with their water. Yeah, with the sole of my foot, I stopped up the rivers of Egypt. Oh yeah, you've done a lot of damage. Oh yeah, you have. I, no, but have you not heard? I decided this long ago, long ago. Long ago I planned it and now I'm making it happen. I plan for you to crush fortified cities into heaps of rubble. And this is why their people have so little power and are so frightened and confused. If you don't have the Lord's power in you, you're going to be frightened and confused about this. you got to have trust in the Lord. They are as weak as grass, as easily trampled as tender green shoots. They are like grass sprouting on a housetop, scorched before it can grow lush and tall. But I know you well. I know where you stay and when you come and where you go. 
I know how you have raged against me because of your raging and your arrogance, which I've heard. I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will make you return by the same road which you came. That road you could here, you're, you're going back that same way. Now, what is this about the Lord doing this? What is that? Well, this is the thing. And this is my experience and probably yours too. That sometimes I've gone off the track. Okay? And the Lord says, uh, he sends some, something that's like to wake up. It's built into life. It's built in. When we walk away from the Lord, there's, there's going to be consequences. Okay? So that's what he, and he's doing all of this out of his graciousness, his kindness, his mercy. To wake up everybody in the whole wide world. I don't care who it is. Everything is used by the Lord for good to, to wake people up. Some people listen, some people don't. Um, it's the grace of the Lord that, that we wake up. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, um, here's the proof of what I say is true. This year you will, eat you will eat only what grows up by itself, and next year you will eat what springs up from that. But in the third year you will plant crops and harvest them. You will tend vineyards and eat their fruit. And you who are left in Judah, who have escaped the ravages of this siege, will put roots down in your own soil. You will grow up and flourish. We're, gonna, we're fixing to flourish, you guys. We're fixing to. We're fixing to flourish. We're already seeing the signs. You know, I even had, uh, yesterday my husband showed me, look at our tree. We have two, it's, we've been waiting for, for fruit on this tree. We've got two little apples on this, or pears on this little tree. Yeah, we like, things are, are going to flourish. You look at, uh, there's a video about, about a, um, a, a revival in Fiji a few years ago, and the, the, the streams were teeming with fish. It was beautiful. You got to look that up. It's so cool. Anyway, um, for a remnant of my people will be spread out from Jerusalem, a group of survivors from Mount Zion. It's not about a physical place. It's like all the whole world is going to become the mountain of the Lord. The mountain of the Lord is, you know, it's just it, like uh, in Daniel's vision, the stone hits it and it becomes a huge mountain. The passionate commitment of the Lord's have, Lord of Heaven's army will make this happen. He is passionate for us. He will fight for us. He will fight. He will... He will not stop until we are saved. He is Percy is flying in to save Andromeda at the last second. You got to look at my video about that in um, President Trump's re uh, president's residence. Um, and this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. His armies will not enter Jerusalem. They will not even shoot an arrow at it. They will not march outside its gates with their shields, nor build banks of earth against its walls. They will not. The king will return to his own country by the same road on which he came. He will not enter the city, says the Lord. For my honor, my own honor, and for the sake of my servant David, I will defend the city and protect it. He will defend his bride, his precious children. He is going to defend us, okay? Now, I do not believe the Lord will allow them to do an EMP attack. I do not believe he will, they will, the Lord will allow them to, to tear down the, the, the market. I do not believe he will allow a nuclear attack. I do not believe he just... He's not going to, it's, that's, those days of, of doing that are over. We're past all that. Okay. And I'm not saying we're done yet, but no, he's, he's going to go back on the same road, which he came. He's going to be away from us. Okay. Get what happened. Y'all ready? That night, the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord went out to the Assyrian camp and killed 185 thousand Assyrian soldiers. Did you get that? The angel of the Lord went out to the Assyrian camp and killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. <laughs> That's one serious angel. When the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found corpses everywhere. 
Then King Sennacherib of Assyria broke camp. He's like, we got to get out of here. And that, I believe, is what's happening with all these people. They're like, oh, how could this be? We've got all these people who are in the highest ranks of the FBI, the DOJ, the uh, CIA, all these people, and they are falling. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We are in serious trouble. We'll get out. Let's get out of here. They broke camp. He went home to his capital of Nineveh and stayed there. But what did the Lord say was going to happen? Check this out. One day while he was worshiping in the temple of his god Nishrach. Okay, so he still hadn't learned his ways. Learned, learned to walk with the Lord. He's still rebelling against the Lord. His sons, Adramalek and Sherezer, killed him with their swords. His own kids. Then... They, they then escaped to the land of Ararat, and another son, Ezarhaddon, became the next king of Assyria. So there you go. How amazing is that? Uh-oh. Isn't that amazing? I love that. The Lord has told us, don't answer them a word. Don't answer them a word. Our job is to speak truth to our brothers and sisters. Our, you know, go out, tweet and post. If someone is being a, a shiller or troll, just leave it alone. And we're going to see. The Lord is going to do a mighty rescue, a mighty rescue. It's going to be an amazing thing to see. We're already seeing it, and I just love it. I love it. I want to share that story with you guys because look at how the Lord's word, we're already seeing, you know, we are, you know, killing Goliath we're, with one stone. We are like Samson tearing down the pillars of the evil temple. We are Joshua pulling, uh, destroying the, the, the walls are coming down inside that they do the cannibalism we are doing all this amazing stuff the lord said greater works will you do we're tearing down this evil empire isn't that amazing let's give him praise thank you lord for your word that directs us on everything you have everything in your word to tell us exactly what to do and we are going to put our trust in you and we know that you are going angel of the lord is going to come and tear them up and they are not going to be able to hurt us anymore we see it and we're enjoying the show we are just loving seeing uh you fighting for us and that we get to fight alongside you but all this evil empire is getting pulled down and well we just we can't wait to see it all done and the surprise that we have waiting on uh, november 11th um i just think there's just going to be such peace and prosperity and health and joy the your word says that that no one can take away thank you lord Thank you, Lord, for doing this for us, for being our, the great Orion, the conqueror who, who, who comes to, 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 uh, to hunt down the enemy and to, and to save us. Thank you for being Perseus who flies in to save Andromeda. Thank you, Lord, that you, uh, you are doing this great work in our day. Strengthen us. We ask your protection over us. We ask you to direct every word, every step, and, and cause us to be more than conquerors through you. We ask that you would um, strengthen all those who are fighting in this battle. We pray that you would tear down anyone who is fighting against your kingdom. And that they, there was nothing that they could do. They will, they, the road they came in on, they'll get out on that same road. We pray all this in the great name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later.